This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. I'm Cameron and I'm joined by... Ronan! So good to have you here with me today, Ronan. We've got a special episode installed. Absolutely. We love talking about student leadership. Uh, We could talk about it for hours and hours and hours, but we try and keep the podcast to a much shorter time frame, but lots to get through. Yeah, we sure do. Now, before we start, uh, you can find this podcast. We always like to tell you where you can find this podcast. In case you are a video kind of person, you can find it on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, You can look us up on Twitter and they'll just send you to one of those links. Or if you are an audio kind of person, first place you should go is our website, studentleadership.news forward slash podcast or just any other audio podcast platform. Trying to get it on any podcast app we possibly can. So if you use a podcast app and you're not able to find it at the moment, let us know and we'll work out how to get it there. Sounds great. Now, Ronan, we're in Wagga Wagga at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty cold here, Wagga Wagga, New country New South Wales. Yep. I've been doing student leadership events around this part of the country uh, over the last couple of days and the next couple of days, so it's pretty cold here at the moment. Now, they named this place twice. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Wagga Wagga. There's not too many towns around the place no. where their name is repeated <laughs> twice, okay? But I did go, no joke, I was trying to find some information uh, in preparation for our trip, and on the website for Wagga Wagga, uh, the tourism website actually did have underneath the, the name Wagga Wagga it said double the experience <laughs> so this should be double the podcast double as, then. this podcast should be double as long or double as good or double as silly or something anyway yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out you can double tell as good. you we'll can go let us know that. by the end of the podcast what you think it was double of and um, Abs- I guess we'll absolutely. <laughs> so we're here in Wagga we're going to make it double good for you yeah excellent well let's jump into our first segment what do we have lined up our first segment we'll get stuck into is one we often do called the top three Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, for this segment, the three people a leader should focus on, Ronan. Let me jump in right there. I'm going to break the rules of the name of the segment, and we're going to do the top four. Okay. So, so should I play the sting again with? Yeah, we don't four? need to re-record <laughs> that again, but we're going to change it. We always do top three, but today there is a special reason that Excellent. we are making it four. Okay. Wow, okay. So, uh, as many of our listeners would know, to the podcast, we're involved in a number of different things. One is in developing content for the Grip Student Leadership Conference yep. that happens every year around Australia, New Zealand, and some other places. And with the Grip Student Leadership Conference, we create new content, and it's happening in many, 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 many conferences. Okay, uh, many places, including Wagga Wagga, like yeah. where we are right yeah. now. Well, we're in the stage right now of preparing for content that is still many months away from being presented, but we have focused on this particular topic for the entire conference content next season, okay? The three people a leader should focus on, which we've changed into the four people a leader should focus on, okay? So I just want to introduce that into the podcast now to get people who come to the Grip Leadership Conference thinking about what this will be should they come to the conference when it's next held in their town. So let me give you a, a broad overview of this, okay? So... We talk about the people a leader should focus on, and we're particularly talking about student leaders. We've got four categories. The first, uh, the first of these categories is self. The second is student leaders. The third is school, and the fourth is society. Okay, okay. but let me explain that. Firstly, they're easy to remember yep. because they all start with the letter S. S. You yes. picked up on that. Okay, <laughs> so it. we're doing quite well. So, a student leader should first think about themselves, not in terms of their own interests. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, but then they think broader than that 
in terms of having a student leadership team around them. Okay. Then broader than that, a student leadership team should then think about the school around them. And then broader than that, a school has the ability to think about society, okay, wider than them. So it's very much a thinking outward model of leadership. But we add into the four S's four letters, four words that all start with the letter C. Okay. You got that? Yep. Okay, so we've already done okay. the four S's. Four we, S's. We add to it the four C's. Four C's. Okay, let me explain those. So when we talk about a student leader should first think about themselves, remember I say not in a selfish way, yep. they should think about their character. Okay. okay. So developing character. That's what we mean when we say think about yourself first. It's the starting point for leadership, getting my character right so that I've laid the foundation for making a difference. Then when I start focusing on student leaders around me, then we need to think about contribution. So that's the word that starts with the letter C. What is a student? What, what am I going to do as a student to contribute to a group of leaders? So what's my contribution to that team? Okay. Then from that, when our student leadership team makes a contribution bigger than that and starts doing something for the school, the focus there is culture. Okay. So that's the letter C word. So focusing on culture. What is our school like? What is it? What is the kind of pl- way that people describe the culture of our school? What are we adding to our school? How is our school a great place because of the student leader? And then the last one that we look at then when we talk about society, the letter C stands for cause, okay? What sort of cause are we taking on in society? It's not possible for a school group to help every aspect of society, nor should we put that much time into every aspect of society. But what is a cause that we could focus on in society? So we're very much encouraging student leaders at next year's Group Student Leadership Conference to think outwards, outwards of themselves, thinking about the student leaders around us, the school around us, and society around us by doing those four things character contribution culture and cause so there you go a lot of words there I've tried to like bring that right down into a little summary for you but that's going to make up a full day's conference program with sessions that are all based around those words so that's what people have got to look forward to if they want to come to group leadership next time yeah that sounds awesome the three four four S's and four C's I'm go. actually amazed that you're able to pack it down so so like um I guess uh, concisely. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Easy it forever because yep. it's going to be elaborated into like six hours of conference content. Um, but there you go. We tried to squeeze it into the top three, but it needed to be called the uh, top four. You know, yeah, so it really should be the top four. <laughs> You'll so. have to let me know in advance next time so I have something yeah, lined up. We'll change that next time. <laughs> well, that brings us through to the end of the top three slash four for this episode. So let's jump into our next segment, which is question time. Question time. Okay, this segment, question time. We get questions from all over the place. Before we get into today's question, our podcast listening and watching audience, if you ever have a question, then pop that question underneath wherever you are watching this. Leave it in the comments or the feedback section. We'll keep an eye out for comments and we'll ask them. Uh, we'll ask them to camp. We'll yeah, ask them to camp. Okay. If you give us a really hard one, I'll ask it to camp. Now, now with asking, because I was just thinking about this then, one of the, the programs that we use is called Anchor. And yep. if, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, you may know but on anchor you can actually voice record yourself and send it into us uh-huh. and so if you're listening on anchor if you're not listening on anchor you can head across there you can send a two-minute question to us and then we can even feature your voice in the podcast there you go so there if you, you want to not just have your question on the podcast you want to have your voice on the podcast yep record the strangest voice you can <laughs> asking the best question that you we can. can still understand anyways what's our question for this okay, i'm asking this question to you it was asked uh, it was asked to to me today from um 
um, a student whom we met at one of the events we were running. His name was Ollie, and I wanted to give a shout out to him. He is from uh, Wandilagong School, which is a country town in Victoria. Okay, okay. Um, so Wandilagong Primary School. Ollie had a fantastic question. I answered it to him as best as I could face to face, but I thought this deserves throwing it to you okay. in the podcast. And his question was, or is, uh, how do you respond? when you receive criticism as a leader? Because some people say that criticism is a good thing and you need to take it on. Some people say that criticism is a bad thing and you need to overcome it. So Ollie asked this very valid question. How should you actually respond when you receive criticism as a student leader? Excellent question. I think... um I think I'm going to use food, Ronan. Yes, uh, we love a good food analogy on the Student Leadership <laughs> News podcast. I'm going to Go relate, for it. I'm going to relate this back to food. Um, but before I relate it back to food, I'm yep. going to use two words, okay? So the first one is constructive, yep. and the second is destructive, yep. okay? So when you get given criticism, it's first the first step that you have to take is figuring out if the criticism is constructive or destructive. So whether the thing said to you is something that you can take on board and help yourself, like help you develop as a leader, or something that really isn't something that you should take on board. Now, the way I'm going to relate this to food is by burgers. Hey, love a hamburger. I do love a hamburger, and more than just a single hamburger, I love a double stack hamburger. I love a triple stack hamburger. I was actually just saying the other day that I reckon I could do one of those triple quarter pounders, which I think is a. Yeah, it- that's, I don't think I, I don't think I could do that. I, I don't know how like how that kind of works. This is like, um, what's a, th- a third a third quarter pounder? Uh, no, third pounder. I don't know. We um, don't even use pound as no. a normal measurement in the part of the world that we live. So uh, it's beyond our mathematical capability at the moment. Okay, so the way I'm going to do this is, say your leadership journey is a burger. Okay. Um, there are a lot of chefs out there, okay? And the chefs are the people who are going to be commenting. Um, when a chef gives you a, something for your burger, when you're looking at your burger, you know what you want to make your burger into. Yeah. So I know for my burger, I want to make a lot of meat on my burger. That's my kind of burger. I'm getting um, worried that we need to have a health warning with the Student Leadership <laughs> News podcast with the amount of food references and now the amount of cholesterol references. But anyway, keep going. Lots of meat on the burger. Okay, lots of meat on the burger. This means that when I am constructing my burger, the chefs are giving me meat that will help me make my burger. Cool. Then those are ones I want to take on board. Yeah. The chefs that are giving me like maybe sizzled up salad or beetroot beetroot on the burger no beetroot you don't like beetroot on the burger pineapple on the burger no no. see some people just give you the stuff for your burger exactly I don't want those things now I see where you're going (laughs) you don't want it and if you put it on your burger it's going to destruct your burger it's not going to be the same burger so if you are building your burger that's your leadership then people are going to give you some comments they're going to give you things that will construct that will help you be a better leader but then there'll be times where leaders try to say destructive things. There'll be times where they say these things and it feels like your burger is coming crushing down. It's at those times where when you're looking at your leadership, you have to know what you have to take on board and what you have to just forget about. The things that you have to... Makes sense. uh, Not necessarily just say, no, don't say that to me, but kind of in one sense, take it on board and then ignore it because it's the things that aren't going to help you. So the burger analogy, take the things on board, that like the criticism, take the constructive stuff on board and then just leave the destructive stuff behind, the pineapple. I wish I thought of the burger analogy when I was talking to Ollie face-to-face today. So uh, hopefully he picks up this episode of the podcast and uh, is able to benefit from that. Thanks, Cam. Let's get into our next segment. My favourite idea. 
Okay, my favourite idea, Ron. One of my favourite times in the podcast. I love hearing different ideas, um, especially that you've heard. You've kind of got your ear to the ground with always all this listening for stuff. ideas. Yeah, you always are. And I'm really excited to find out what the idea you've got for this episode is. Okay, brand new one. I haven't taught this at any of our live training yet. It's only one I've just heard about. And so you can hear about it now on the podcast. One of the first. It's the idea of a leadership time capsule. Ah. Okay, now... Time capsules have been around forever. Do you know what a time capsule is normally? Yeah, I would I would guess it's something that you kind of you put in you put something in and yep. then you either leave it for the future or Correct. you dig it up from the yeah, past. Often people yeah, that's exactly right. So often people would say, "Let's get a lot of things from this year. We're going to put them in a special tube or a special container. We're yep. going to bury them and it's going to come out in 10 years or 25 years or 50 years. We tell people <laughs> about it and they're going to dig it up at some point." And schools have done these before, okay? Oh, awesome. But we're going to to take the idea and turn it into a leadership team idea okay. to help a team in the shorter term. We're talking about perhaps over a 6-month or 12-month period, okay? So the leadership time capsule is when a student leadership team sits down and says we want to really achieve something significant in the next six months or 12 months and we're going to write down what it is that we want to achieve and we're going to put that in let's say an ice cream container it doesn't need to be fancy a plastic container wrap it in some more plastic and then you can bury it in the ground somewhere where you know what it is but don't just write something in there make it as interesting as you can so you might choose to just write on a few bits of paper what it is that you want your team to have achieved you may also like to have some photos of things you've seen other leadership teams achieve that you want to have achieved as well or draw some pictures around that. You put that into the leadership time capsule. So you're trying to to create something that encapsulates, to use that word, what it is that you want your team to have achieved. You could also add in there some little rewards for yourself as a leadership team that you only get to experience at the end of your achievement. So it could be creating a little plaque that's commemorating the wonderful things that you've done, celebrating the wonderful things the team has achieved or some little medals that you make or a little trophy or something like that. But that gets buried too. And it's it's underground. So the student leaders know that describes what we want to have achieved, a successful event we want to have launched, a change we would like to have made in our school or the difference that we would like to have made by the time we finish up as student leaders. And we know that it's there. We're going to work towards it. It's going to be a reminder in our mind. And we know that we want that fantastic feeling of digging it up at the end of the year, opening it up and saying, well, look what we wrote and we achieved it. Look at these photos we put in here. We did that too at our school. Or look at this medal. I have now earned this medal or this plaque. Like it it makes sense. So it's really kind of owning right now what it is that you want your team to have achieved in six or 12 months time. So it serves as kind of a really meaningful way of declaring what it is that you want a student leadership team to um, to achieve. So I've heard about it recently and uh, wanted to tell as many people as possible. It could be a great way of using your imagination and goal setting at the same time. So there you go, leadership time capsule. That's brilliant. I think, um, I think sometimes, you know, leaders come up with these goals or stuff for the year and they can easily just say, oh, that was my goal at the beginning of the year. I've changed it now. But by doing that... Yeah, you, it makes it so much more meaningful. It. It's yeah. like it's underground. We're not digging yeah. it up. We're going to follow through now because we, we want at the end of the year to open up the ice cream container, read and see what we wrote, see what we drew and make sure we've achieved it rather than a disappointment of opening it up and saying we never quite got there. So there you go. Our favorite uh, our favorite idea for now. And that's awesome. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to share that as well. And uh, talking about share, Ronan, you can, uh, anyone listening to this podcast, um, share with us what you thought. Um, we are seeking comments. We're seeking your feedback so that we know what you're enjoying about this podcast what you're loving about this podcast um 
even where you're listening or watching this podcast. So we know that we can kind of focus it to um, what you guys are listening slash watching. Absolutely. Um, we, we get excited about student leadership, yeah. but we want this to be something that student leaders and teachers who work with student leaders find exciting. So whoever's out there, get in touch with us and let us uh, help us shape and mold this podcast. 100%. Well, thank you for tuning into the uh, this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. It's we had fun. heaps of fun. Um, and we talked about food as always. Time to go out and get a hamburger. No pineapple, no beetroot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll uh, see slash hear you or you'll see slash hear us next time. Excellent. Look forward to it. Over and out. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Studentleadership.news.